We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Hey Packer fans, it's officially Super Bowl Sunday, 49ers Chiefs, maybe not the Super Bowl everyone was hoping for, but two fantastic teams that should make for a very entertaining Super Bowl. I know we were all hoping for maybe Packers Chiefs, but alas, like I said, it should be extremely entertaining. But what really makes it entertaining is when you add some prize picks into the equation. And right now, you can go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. It is the Super Bowl, so it's time to go big or go home. And I'm following up on some of my picks from last week that I hinted at. So without any further ado, here are my official Super Bowl Sunday prize picks. Number one, this is a promo that prize picks is running and you're going to want to get in on this. Patrick Mahomes, more than 0.5 passing yards. Listen, if Patrick Mahomes does not have more than 0.5 passing yards, we ended up with a very bad Super Bowl because it probably means that he got hurt and it probably means that the 49ers literally just ran away with this thing. But ultimately, Patrick Mahomes, more than 0.5 passing yards, easy Easy one, go with it and don't look back. Next one, Harrison Bucker, more than 1.5 field goals made. I believe the Chiefs are going to be able to move the ball in this one, but I think we're going to see a little bit of bend but don't break from this 49ers defense. They know that they're going to have to hold this Chiefs offense in the red zone and make them kick field goals. We know Harrison Bucker can basically be automatic from almost anywhere on the field, so I'm going Harrison Bucker, more than 1.5 field goals made. Next up is Brock Purdy, more than 199.5 passing yards. I think there's a decent chance that 
that the Chiefs get the lead in this one and Brock Purdy is going to actually have to be the one that throws his team back into this game. And with that being said, I think he's going to have to throw for more than 200 yards. So I'm going Brock Purdy more than 199.5 passing yards. And last but not least, Travis Kelsey more than 49.5 receiving yards. He's just too good. Yes, the 49ers have great linebackers, good safeties, and they're going to do everything they can to limit Kelsey and make sure that he is not the focal point of the Chiefs offense. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He is going to get his and him getting his is at least 50 yards. So Travis Kelsey, more than 49.5 receiving yards is exactly what I think we're going to get from Kansas City and this Chiefs offense in this one. So to recap, Patrick Mahomes, more than 0.5 passing yards. Harrison Butker, more than 1.5 field goals made. Brock Purdy, more than 199.5 passing yards. And Travis Kelsey, more than 49.5 receiving yards. The best part is you can go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of a pack a day podcast wherever you may be and however you may be listening thank you so much for making it as part of your day my name is nick schmitz and i will be your host on this super bowl sunday february 11th 2024 gage jimmy Welcome to Super Bowl Sunday. It is uh, it's finally here. No Packers, obviously disappointing, but uh, still nonetheless. I don't know about you guys. I love the Super Bowl every year. I watch it religiously. I know there are some people that are just after eh, teams not in it. They they don't watch. They don't care. Whatever. But uh, it's always a fun day. So um, I mean, first question: scale of one to ten, Gage. How excited are you for the Super Bowl this year? I'm decently excited. Uh, I. I will say I've been more excited in years past, like last year or the year before. Um, but I just, I don't like, I don't want San Francisco to win. So I'm rooting for Kansas city, but I also am like kind of bored with the Kansas city thing. Uh, not from the, like they're like, they're great to watch, but it's like, it'd be cool to see a little more parody in there. But I'm also just like, I don't want San Francisco to win. I had no desire to watch them win. Um, if I was going to put a level of excitement, it'd be probably like a, seven out of 10, just because hopefully I think it's going to be a good game, but that's about where I'm at. All right, Jimmy, what about you? Scale one to 10, how excited are you for the game? If, if anyone says that they're a football fan and then goes, my team's not in it, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Either they're not a fan or they're lying. Like that has to be one of the two. It's the last game we have until September. Like you're going to watch yeah. the game. Stop lying to everybody. I'm a 10. Like it's, it's a Super Bowl. I don't care who's in it. Obviously, I want the Packers. They're out. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I My goal in life is for Kyle Shanahan to never win a Super Bowl in his entire career because I think it would be fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thrilled for it. Mahomes can have 20 for all I care. As long as it's beating Kyle Shanahan out as many times as he can, I'm golden. Fair I'm enough. bitter. If you can't tell, I'm very bitter and petty, <laughs> and I hope his career always has that damn Reno caveat of no Super Bowl. No Super Bowls and and offensive coordinator to the uh, biggest blown lead ever. That one will never go away. He can never escape that, regardless no, of how many. No, Super he could Bowls win he every Super Bowl for the next twenty years, and it's still going to be. He was the offensive coordinator of the biggest blown lead in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. Also, the only game, the only Super Bowl game that has ever gone to overtime. So, 
Yes. Well, hey, there you go. That's a trivia question. So let's jump into our Super Bowl trivia today. So I got four Super Bowl trivia questions for you guys so that all the questions revolve around the Super Bowl. Um, we'll see how you guys do. Two of them, I think, are pretty tricky. Uh, the other two, um, we'll see how it goes. So, all right, so here's your first trivia question. So what two cities have hosted the most Super Bowls? Oh, it's easy. Me- this is easy. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. So Gage feels like he knows Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to pull two cities out of my butt. I have no idea. No, I know, I know number uh, one, and I'm pretty confident in two, but I know number one like with a bullet. Okay. Do you want all me right, to we'll, go first so I don't steal your answers? Because that's all yeah. I would do if you said. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go Dallas because Jerry Jones, and I'm gonna. Okay. Well, don't shake your head at me, Gage. <laughs> uh, and then I'll. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's go LA with the other one because they have recency bias. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know that I, it, neither one, those are neither one of my answers. Number one's Miami. I know that. That's, I know okay. Miami's one. And then I think New Orleans is two. So Jimmy was 0 for 2. Shocker. And I went 1 for 2. <laughs> and Gage is 2 for 2. Let's go. Miami it's and off, New Orleans Gage. have it's both off. hosted 11 Super Bowls. And Next year, I believe New Orleans will overtake Miami because I believe the Super Bowl next year is in New Orleans. But yeah, no, it's I, not 100 percent certain. I knew Miami this, was one with a bullet. So, all right. Well, there you go. So, Gage off to a great start. Jimmy off to a predictable much. start. <laughs> predictable start. Yes. By the way, right. Nick, uh, Miami's hosted 11. New Orleans has hosted 10. Per oh, quick yes. Well, that's by the way, LA is third. So you were close, Jimmy. When I when I searched. Uh, when I searched New Orleans, I, I I came up as eleven. So my guess is well, they're giving you eleven because next year oh, they for next have year. Okay. already. Okay, that could and that very well could be it. So I was like, I just um, googled it just now. That's the only reason I know the answer. All right, well there we go. So I, I stand corrected on my numbers. Um, all right, next question. So this one is the answer to this one is very fun as a Packer fan. So, uh, what team has played in four Super Bowls but has never held a lead? Well, I I, I know the answer to this one, and Sorry. I wish I wish you hadn't given the hint of as a Packer fan because that makes it even more obvious. All right. Well, Gage has got his answer, Jimmy. Yep. I'm assuming. Come on, Jimmy. Here's you know one it. one. Lions never won one. Vikings. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, you know, as soon as, I, as soon as I said that, it's like, man, I probably shouldn't have given that hint. But like, yeah, I was sort of Vikings. I was like, there's and, only like two teams that have been to four Super Bowls and have never and have never won one. And then when you throw in as a Packer fan, I'm like, OK, well, it's not the Bills. That's what I what, it was, said. It's that not, it's not have never won one, but they, no, 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 they you never, said have never led. I know, right. the, but that's the thing is I was like, I know that the Bills have led in Super Bowls before. Right. So that's why yeah. I was like, there's well, only like and, four teams that have ever, there's only been a couple teams that made four or more and then didn't win any. So that implies like didn't lead for a certain amount of time. And I'm like, Vikings, that's the obvious answer. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I looked at, I looked back at the four Super Bowls. The Vikings have, they haven't scored any points in the first half of a Super Bowl. Yeah, they've gotten like blown out a lot. Yeah, I think they scored seven, Correct. seven, six, and fourteen. I yeah, think no, in their four not, Super Bowls. It's not good. It's not yeah. good. So, all right, next question. Now, th- this is these last two are the trickier ones. Um, 
So oh God, I got the first. <laughs> I thought the first one was the tricky one, honestly. <laughs> so in 1967 was the first Super Bowl. How much was a ticket to oh, the? Geez. What is the average price of a ticket to the very first Super Bowl? I, I have legitimately no idea here. So I'll I'll go I'll go first on this one since Jimmy's gone second or gone first the other two times. Uh, I'm gonna say the average price of a ticket was like eight dollars. Eight dollars, okay, Jimmy. Um, go ahead and price is right, me. Just say eight oh one. I say eight dollars and one cent. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I would say a little bit higher. I'm gonna say twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, okay. The average cost of a ticket to the very first Super Bowl was twelve dollars, which by today's standards is about $112 in 2024. When in reality, the average ticket price now is like $5,000. Yes, so, so I did that. So I used SeatGeek. Just, I just went to SeatGeek as, as, the, as the site to use. The cheapest Sponsors. ticket as of 12-10, February 10th, with fees is $7,983, and 2054 of that is just in fees alone. Nice. Biden's so, government, am I right? Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was, I, don't, I don't think Why it has anything to do with that. It has nothing everything. to do with it. I thought it was funny. I, thought it was I think funny. it has everything to do with the fact that the Super Bowl has been turned into a giant like celebrity meet and greet, more yeah, so than sure. an actual for football sure. game. Yeah. Let me have so. a joke, guys. Let me have a joke. All right. I agree. <laughs> All right. So the last question here, and this is probably – I guess it depends on how, how, how far back your football knowledge goes – uh, but who is the only player to win the Super Bowl MVP but be on the losing team? Oh. Terrell Davis. No. No, Terrell, right. Terrell only won. No, Terrell <laughs> only won, won too, right? one, and he uh, won the one that they beat Green Bay in, and then Elway yeah, won the one after Was he that. not on the team the following year when they beat the Falcons? Uh, he was, but Elway won. Didn't want it. Oh, okay. Yep, okay. Yeah. Right, I take back that answer. I'm going to make um, it. I was like, I know TD won the year that they beat Green Bay, and then Elway won it the next year. That's So I know it's not that. And you said, this goes back a while, which means it's before I was born. Um, so that's about – Not to add your age into it. That's like 60% of the Super Bowls because I'm, I'm young and you're old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, see. Who lost the Super Bowl? Uh Oh, wait. About forty nine teams, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to narrow it down. No, because I, because I'm. Here's my assumption. My assumption is that it was someone that was a big name, and they won a Super Bowl or they lost the Super Bowl. They played really well, and so I'm trying to think of like players that were good, but maybe don't have a Super Bowl. And it's possible that they also they won a Super Bowl eventually, and I just don't know who they are. And then I just don't know about it. Uh, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm just going to go Phil Sims. I know Phil Sims won an MVP at one point and they won a Super Bowl at one point, but maybe they also won one or they lost one and he got the MVP for that as well. I got no clue though. All right. Yeah. So this was probably the toughest one. It was either so him, Chuck, Ken Stabler, Len Dawson. Uh, Chuck Howley of the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl five. He had two interceptions and a fumble recovery. Uh, he also became the first defensive player to win the Super Bowl MVP and is the only winner of the Super Bowl MVP 
on the losing team. Yeah. So and they lost to the, the Baltimore. They, he, they lost to the Baltimore Colts that year, 16 to 13. So. Yeah, and then and then they won the Super Bowl the next year. They blew out the Dolphins twenty four to three. It's nah, who cares? Makes makes up for it there. So, all right. Well, there's your crap question. <laughs> Chuck Howley, that's not even a real person. It's fake news. Yeah. I'm ninety five percent sure you just randomly picked the name. I don't think that person existed. Oh well. I was like, I, I was hoping it was going to be like, like I know well, it's got to be only... a real person because Gage said he won it the next year. Yeah, no, 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 they won the Super Bowl next year. He didn't win the MVP that oh, year. Okay. But no, I, no, the I, I only know, like I know the only NBA person to win the MVP in the finals that lost the finals. It's Jerry West. Should have been LeBron, but he had a For, lot of opportunities to do that. Well, so that was the thing is, so he won it, and then. Uh, yeah, first player because that was the well, that was the big thing a few years ago. Like when LeBron led in like every single category in the finals, and then they were like, "Could he win the finals MVP?" And then he didn't get it, despite literally leading the entire finals and everything. And I'm like, okay, sure. I was like, he led in points, assists, rebounds, steals, blocks. Let's get back to football before people are like, NBA, do well uh, for I'm me. Just, I'm just saying, but anyway, so that's why I was like, I, I was like, I have no idea, but I knew, hey, you know, what? I was right that it was way before I was born. So, <laughs> okay, and also in my defense, same for me. So don't don't put me in that. <laughs> yeah, but also not qu- not quite as long before you were born as when I was born. <laughs> just so we're clear. The on point that. is, Jimmy, is that you're older than he. Throat punch. Hey, in case that in case I wasn't clear, you're older than me. So, all right, well, so there's your Super Bowl trivia. Let's uh, let's move on to. Uh, one of the other really fun aspects of the Super Bowl prop bets, right? Everybody loves these. So uh, we've got a couple of prop bets, uh, you know, off the field prop bets, on the field prop bets. We'll do those and then we'll discuss the game real quick, give our predictions, and that'll be our show for the day. So uh, first prop bet, real simple, heads or tails for the coin toss. Jimmy, you taking heads or tails? Heads. Heads? Gage? Tails. Tails? Idiot. You're so stupid. <laughs> hey, I got a 50-50 shot, but the coin is not weighted properly. Heads lands down more often than Tails does. Tails is one more. It's one thirty to 27 in Super Bowl. Jeez, so just doing the math. You legit have stats for that. I appreciate yeah, it. I Gage it. is our resident gambler. Like, yeah, um, I, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, Jimmy, I came prepped with knowledge. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll bet, but mine's purely off just gut no – that's fine. That's fine. You're. I mean, you're also forgetting the age-old adage, adage of "tails never fails." But that's. It's just. I me. don't trust it. Counter counterculture. I go the opposite. Mm. Well, I too. Okay. I'm going to go with Jimmy. I'm going to take heads on. Calm down. Calm down there, Damn Dallas it. and Los Angeles. Now I'm losing for this. <laughs> I, if you would have went with Gage, I'd have been way more confident. Don't go uh, with me. Yeah, when it lands tails tonight, I'm just going to send a just a check mark into the group message and just say, like, "There you go." I'm going to, I'm, if it's heads, I'm going to send way more crass stuff. That's fine. Be That's ready. Fine. I will talk mad trash. All right. Uh, the national anthem length. How long will the national anthem uh, be? The over under by varying sites is set right around 90 seconds. Uh, so we'll just use that as our, as our benchmark. So um, I'm going Gage. under. I'm going under, under. I, the three times that uh, Reba that, that Reba's done the national anthem on a big stage, whether it was minor league baseball, a World Series game, and I think she did a uh, like a college football game. Uh, she's never gone over 85 seconds. So the fact that it's got bid up to 90 and a half, I will gladly take the under on that. 
All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm going to follow that. My reasoning was she was old and probably just doesn't want to do it for that long. So I'm going to go under. Hey, friends, Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, knows that football fans love a great game and a great deal. So we're tossing out a challenge and calling it Pick 6 for Slices and Sticks. If there's a Pick 6 during Super Bowl 58, fans who accepted the challenge on our app will get a free Slices and Sticks period. We've partnered with NFL legend Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Bucks because he knows all about the pick six, having returned one during Super Bowl 37. That play led to a 44-yard touchdown and a win for the Buccaneers. So accept the challenge today and win some pizza. Hey friends, everyone this time of year is trying to get their year started off on the right foot and I am certainly no different. Football season takes its toll on me, so now is the time for me to start eating healthier, getting more sleep, and getting the year started right. But eating healthy isn't always the easiest, and it's far too time-consuming to constantly run to the store or the butcher for healthy, fresh cuts of meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meats and seafood delivered directly to your door on your schedule. Choose from over 70 high-quality cuts of meat, including my favorite, 100% grass-fed ribeyes. You guys have to see the marbling on these things. They are beyond delicious and they melt in your mouth. Add a little sea salt, a little black pepper, a little garlic powder. They are to die for. I know you're all busy and you're probably listening to this now running errands, mowing the lawn or driving your kids to soccer practice. And that's exactly why the ease of Good Chop is going to be so perfect for you. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74 and they pride themselves on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. They're so confident in their quality of cuts that they offer a 100% money back guarantee. So go to goodchop.com slash packaday120 and use code packaday120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code packaday120 at goodchop.com slash packaday120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash packaday120 with code packaday120. I too am going to take the under on that. So, all right. Um, the color of the Gatorade bath. Uh, so this has been a popular one. The last time the Chiefs uh, was was it the last time they won Gage? You said it was orange, or was it the last so time? They the last the time they beat the Chief, the Forty Niners was orange, and then when they beat the Eagles last year, it was purple. purple. And last year okay. was, was actually some big controversy because it wasn't the Gatorade bath wasn't shown. So they the like the bets were almost settled via like videos of people in the building. Oh no. And so that's why I think a big reason why a lot of states aren't offering that market this year because it because they can't count on the broadcast to show it. All right. Well, Gage, what do you got for your color this year? I got red. Uh, I think that I think red is just red's due. I think red's a in personal opinion. I don't think red is the best color. It's arguably my least favorite Gatorade color. Uh, I don't think they're going to do water just because it's Gatorade goes in the Gatorade cooler. That just, that's what makes sense. Uh, purple was last year. I think that was a one-off. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be red. Just red's going to come back because red was the overwhelming favorite for years. And then it's finally slipped down to where there's actually value on it. All right. I, I just really love the red's due for one. They've been working hard for years. Hey, <laughs> in there now. If you're going to come and do one of these types of shows, you got to come with knowledge and come prepared. <laughs> Okay, speak for the, the exact opposite of <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Christian. I'm gonna go yellow. It's gonna be lemon lime because lemon is delicious, and it's decent decent odds on various gambling sites. So yellow. 
I'm going to take red as well. And uh, it's not because Gage picked it, but I just have the stupid like thought of the Chiefs wear red, the 49ers wear red. So just make it make it a red Super Bowl bath with the Gatorade. So that's that's my logic for taking red this year. By the way, I'm, t- I'm taking it back. I take it back. Orange. I'm going orange. Orange has been the most popular choice five different times since 2001. Uh, orange is also a plus 500 favorite, whereas red is plus 275. I thought someone had told me red was around plus 600. So I'll take orange at plus at uh, those odds. All right. So great. We're, we're, we're all going different colors. So yeah, we are. All right. The last off the field prop bet is going to be everybody's favorite. Um, you know, so how many times will Taylor Swift be on screen during the game? Now we've set parameters around this. So this is from kickoff until 10 seconds after the final seconds of the game run off the clock. Right, you got to have some type of parameters because who knows if she's going to be there pregame. If she's even going to be there at all because of her concert, right? She's depending gonna on she's gonna depending on who really wins, good. right? Like she may not be shown if the Chiefs end up losing. So th- these are our parameters from kickoff till ten seconds immediately after the final seconds run off the clock. Over under is set at five and a half. So Jimmy Taylor mm-hmm. Swift over under five and a half times being shown during the game question let's say jason kelsey is shirtless in the booth and they flash to kelsey but taylor swift's in the video that counts so even if he's the main character if she's I in that say, clip i would say on screen visible like actually Over. has to you have to know that it's her though it can't be like oh like she's in the background and you're guessing like it has to be clearly definable that it's her in the shot over I think just the combination of Kelsey, she'll be in some shots even where she's not the main person, and you got a global phenomenon there. They're gonna they're gonna flash to her. So, uh, def- I'm yeah, I'm gonna go over. Over. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm in the same boat. Five and a, like five and a half is just kind of a low number. I understand that uh, Colin Cowherd, who normally not the biggest fan, but a couple weeks ago he kind of actually came with with some numbers about how long she was actually shown on screen, like in the AFC oh, Championship game, she was shown like. 26 seconds or no, no, no. Yeah, AFC like championship the, game was 32 seconds. That was like the highest it had been. And I think in, throughout the season is like 21 seconds or something. Yeah, the, like average, on average. the average is like 25, I think. And then, so like the AFC championship game was 32. The game against the Raiders was like 13 seconds. And like they, since like in the middle, after the like beginning part of the season where it was exciting, they dropped down dramatically and it was under 20 seconds, like every single week. And then it's just over the last couple of weeks, it's kind of gone up. And so I think that five and a half is just the other, cause the other part you got to factor in the halftime show is 15 minutes long. That is a lot of time. Yep. You can't tell me that there's not going to be at least one, if not two different times that they pan to her in like during the halftime show, if she's dancing or whatever she's doing. So there's two, cause I'm counting those. Cause that's part of the broadcast still. So that's two. And then you're telling me I got to get two different times in the first half and then two different times in the second half. Kelsey scores a touchdown. That's a, that's a minimum one, if not two different shows on one play. That's just, that's just easy money. Could you imagine having to be that guy who had to watch all those replays and just time how long Taylor slips on the screen? What a weird. Do you think that CBS will have like a designated person of like, I'm sure they already do have a designated person. Like their entire job is to just know where she is at all times for the camera. 
Over over under 500 complaints on Twitter in the first half. Over. Well, you're going to have over that camera. by like 500 is such a low number like for how many people point. watch Super Bowl. I know 500 for me to see, I guess. Yeah. No, do you know, do you know what the over under or like what they, because they have an over under on the ratings. Like, do you know what they have set it at for this year? 122.5. That's where they're at. Do you like the previous record is last year at 115 million viewers. They think they're going to have 7 million more viewers than ever now, this year. So, but that's what I'm saying. So when you set your number at 500, I'm like, yeah, that's so low. 500,000, I meant. No, yeah. I don't know. I picked a random number. Yeah, 122 million viewers is what they're expect is what they have set their betting over under at. Wow, that is a so that's large when, when Jimmy said 500. I'm like, that's an easy over. If you, if you <laughs> don't me, see 500, be, your phone. Let died. me be. All right, uh, let's uh, go over that viewership real quick. What would you What would you pick? Over. Yes, yeah, there's Taylor, Taylor Swift's too popular. That's gonna be crazy. Like Taylor Swift alone is going to bump the number up. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a safe bet. Uh, well, let's get to the uh, on the field bets uh, real quick. To I'm going to go with the over a five and a half for Taylor Swift. Um, I I totally agree that the the halftime performance I think is what's going to put it over that number. Um, so yeah. all right, let's get to the on field bets here. So let's start with the first one here. Gage, we'll start with you. Christian McCaffrey over under one and a half total touchdowns. I'm going under on that. Uh, I know it's not fun. Everybody likes to bet overs, but that's exactly why I'm going under here. I think I understand that McCaffrey scores a lot uh, for them, but the Chiefs have a decent run defense, honestly. And uh, I also think there's too many ways for San Francisco to score to just go, yep, McCaffrey's going to score twice. He very well could, but I'm just going to go under. And also McCaffrey's been dealing with various nagging injuries throughout the year. Uh, one main reason being the fact that he's approaching 400 touches on the season. Uh, and that doesn't even count all of the touches he had wiped out due to penalties and stuff. So he could leave early with an injury. I don't, I hope he doesn't cause that wouldn't be fun, but I would go under that just two touchdowns at a super bowl. I I'm not going to count on that. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm going with the fun one. I'm going to go over. Uh, when I saw this on prize picks, I was pumped because like you, I think it might be PTSD on the Packer part of him scoring two touchdowns against us. Did well against the Lions too. He for sure had one. I I know he didn't get there. To. He didn't. Yeah, because the backup got the other one. He got him. Yep, like the Elijah Mitchell did. Um, I'm gonna go over. He's such a focus point for that offense. Um, and it part I liked about this too because it was rushing or receiving, and I could see him breaking a big one. I know the Chiefs defense is very good, but um, I don't know McCaffrey. So he's so good. I'm just gonna go over on that and hope it happens i want a high scoring game because i'm a child and like points <laughs> uh i too am going to take the over mostly because it's total touchdowns as well and uh, i do agree gauge that the 49ers have um a lot of different ways that, that they can score but it feels like as of late he has been the like biggest focal point of their offense not that he's the only one scoring but it just it feels like when they need something, he's the one that's making the play. Not that they're not trying to get other people to make the plays, but he just seems to be the playmaker as of late. So I will I will go over with that. All right. Rasheed Rice, over under. Rasheed Rice, yep. He had to remember his first name for a second. He said Rasheed. Over under 68 and a half receiving yards. 
I'm I'll jump. I'm going to go over again. I just yeah. the Chiefs' offense is literally Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and then another person we'll get to at the end. But I think he's he's a receiver that Mahomes trusts. He's going to get targets. Uh, I'm going to put him at over. Uh, I personally like. <laughs> I think that Rice has the potential to have a big play, but I also think that this defense that they're going against is so easy to run against, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And I'm going to go under on Rice receiving yards, but that's not necessarily because I think he's going to have a bad day. It's I think he's going to have a high volume day. If you uh, follow me on Twitter, you can see more about that. Um, but I th- but I'm just I'm not in love with his yards because it's one of those where like last week he had I think nine catches, but I think he finished the day with only I think he only finished with like sixty yards or something like that. Like he went under despite having like nine receptions. I'm I'm pulling up the official number now. He caught. Uh, eight of his nine targets, and he finished with 46 yards. So I think it's possible for him to go that, over. Jimmy, don't come at me with that that nonsense. I don't I want think it's back. possible for him to go over, but I also think that the Chiefs haven't been trying to throw the ball as much during the playoffs. They've been running the ball, and they've been running the ball very well. And against this 49ers defense, we've seen that you can run the ball on them. So I will go under here. I'll continue to be the not fun guy. Well, Gage, I'm right there with you. I'm going to be the not fun guy with you, and uh, I'm going to go under as well. Not because I have any stats to back it up. I just I don't I don't think he's going to have that many yards. I'm going to be the biggest Rice fan on Sun or today. Uh, you guys are going to get so much, so many middle finger again, emojis. Again, I, rooted, I I bet on Rice's receptions. I'm not against Rice. I'm just talking about I no. I didn't personally play his receiving yards. I heard that you think he sucks and he shouldn't even be on the team. That's, That's what I not personally heard when you he said li- it. he helped take my, t- my one of my fantasy teams to a championship. So no, I don't think he sucks. <laughs> Fair. Gage coming with facts. Jimmy just making stuff up. Come to me first for the next one. I got stats on this one. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the next one then. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco over under 68 and a half rushing yards. Gage is probably going to tell me I'm wrong on this, but 49ers have allowed the most rushing yards this postseason per game. I think it's 159. Pacheco's averaged the most rushing yards. That's a recipe for he's going to go over 68 and a half. I was also going to take over 68 and a half. That's what I said a minute ago. That I was like, I was like, we'll talk about their bad run defense. I know it's the one thing I had stats for. I had to, I had to jump in and go first. You know what? Good job. Good job. They, yeah, they've gotten run over uh, a lot in the last couple of weeks. They gave up uh, 130 some yards to the lions running backs. They also gave up another 42 yards to Jameson Williams. Uh, the week before Aaron Jones was getting basically whatever he wanted uh, running against them. I think that the like the only thing you got to worry about for the Chiefs is Joe Tooney's out, and then Jawan Taylor is uh, kind of questionable. Like he's not questionable like injury wise, just questionable like play skill wise against Nick Bosa. But I think that the Chiefs have had two weeks to prepare and figure stuff out. I think they're going to try and draw the game out, make it a lo- make it a fast game, a lot of runs. This is another reason why I kind of went under on Rice is a lot more running, a lot less passing, uh, and I think that they can because that keeps the explosive 49ers offense on the sideline and the more you can do that the better that's why that's why this postseason Mahomes hasn't been throwing the ball as much through three games Pacheco has I believe 24 15 and 24 carries and the 15 was explode like hard runs because he like there's only runs he has against the Packers this year he had multiple runs where he's like okay one yard gain and then he turns it into eight and you're like just go down he runs so hard uh so I think that I would go over on this one as well. I like Pacheco a lot today. 
I agree with both of you. Um, Pacheco just runs hard. Uh, if, if you watch Good Morning Football, it feels like he could be the weekly award winner for angry runs. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think 68 and a half uh, against this 49er defense, I think that's an easy over. So, What about – what about with uh, kind of what Gabe just mentioned, Jawan Taylor going against Nick Bosa? How many false starts do you think he has? Two. <laughs> I'm saying at least it's definitely over one, right? He's going to have multiple. Yeah. Uh, if the over under was set over uh, that one and a half, I would take the over. Yeah. He has eight you? more penalties than anybody else in football this year. Dude. With 20. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel bad about it, but I, I laugh every time he gets a penalty because I'm like, I don't feel that oh, bad about it because he got wow. paid a very big contract this offseason. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how do you do that, dude? But whatever. Not everyone can have Zach Tom. It's true. It's true. All right, last one here. Uh, over under nineteen and a half receiving yards for everybody's favorite MVS, Jimmy. Over under nineteen and a half receiving yards for MVS. Yeah, like I said before the show, the reason I wanted this one in there is he's going to do nothing for three and three fourths of the game. But there's going to be a crunch play where the Chiefs like, hey, we need to get we need to get a first down, and for some reason he's going to have like a thirty yard contested catch that no one thinks is going to be able to be caught and he's going to bring it in somehow after probably dropping three passes earlier on. So I'm going to go over on that, but I think it's honestly going to be one reception that's going to get him there because that's the MVS style. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Yeah, I, I'm going over that as well. Uh, that number's kind of low for a guy that's just got the explosive long speed that MBS does. I feel like he still gets at least one long target every game. Uh, Sky Moore is question, is uh, trending towards playing. Uh, Richie James is going to play as well. I don't believe Kadarius Tony's going to play. And Justin Watson's been hit or miss recently. Uh, so, and MBS actually saw, an, I believe, 81% uh, snap share last week, which was the highest he had seen in like a month. So uh, I like MVS there. Even if he only gets one target, we saw him in Green Bay, and we've seen it this season with 
Kansas City, sometimes he only needs one target to hit a number at that level. Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, he's he's got the big playability as long as he catches the ball, which he's been doing as of late. Uh, I think over 19 and a half is, is a pretty pretty safe bet for MVS as well. So, all right, well, there you go. There you have the prop bets, trivia questions. Gentlemen, 49ers are, last I saw, one and a half point favorites going into this game. Um, Gage, who do you like? And why? Um, so I've been pretty consistent on this throughout uh, throughout the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm picking the Chiefs. Uh, the 49ers are the better team. They have a better offense. They have a worse defense. They have they're less injured. Which, as I've said for several years now, the key one of the two keys to winning uh, a championship in any sport is being the healthiest team at the right time. Uh, and playing your best ball at the right time. I think that the Chiefs are doing one of those, and the 49ers are the other one. The 49ers, outside of uh, Hufanga, the safety, they are healthy. And outside, uh, and I think that the Chiefs are playing their best football right now. It may not look the prettiest because it's not the highest scoring, but they're playing mistake-free football, and Mahomes has rapidly entered the mid two thousand, like early to mid-2000s Brady stuff of, if you don't like, you have to play perfect against them, and even then, you probably aren't going to win. Uh, he is Thanos. He is inevitable. He shows up, and it doesn't matter what you do. He's just going to play better football than you. And right now, everyone else is playing for second place, and it sucks because there's a lot of talent in this league. Uh, just like at quarterback alone, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar. Uh, like obviously Jordan Love, there's just there's Dak, there's so many good quarterbacks around the NFL, and you're all playing for second place because this freaking dude is born at the, around the same time as you. It's so frustrating. Like everyone's like, oh, finally Brady's done, and guess what? They handed it to a more athletic dude with a better arm, who is just as cerebral as Brady was because that was the thing with Brady. Oh, he wasn't the it wasn't the fastest, the tallest, the strongest arm, any of that stuff. But he just – he had it. He had it. He had the soul-crushing, like, oh, you think I'm done? Cool. I'm going to go ahead and go throw a 35-yarder to my third-string tight end and just end your hopes and dreams. And that's what Mahomes does. Oh, you think you got us? Cool. Well, we're going to throw a 30-yard bomb on third and two to MBS with the game on the line, and we're going to catch it, even though everyone thinks he's going to drop it. That's what Mahomes has done. He has entered Thanos territory. He has entered Brady territory where it doesn't matter what he does. He just shows up and he's better than you. So yeah. I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> I think that Brock Purdy's going to blink. Um, I just think that the moment's too big for him. I also think that having a kicker who you don't have confidence in him making a kick and Jake Moody uh, is going to go a long way. Um, and ultimately, I think Chiefs win a close game. All right, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm going with Gage on this. I think it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, one, hundred. Honestly, this pick is 100 percent biased for me, just because I hate the 49ers. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, you're terrible. How much they're whining about a fire alarm being pulled? I don't care. Oh, also, the, the fact that they don't they're, care. They're underdogs. That's the most annoying thing. I'm like, that, every, exactly. You've been favored in every every game this year. Yep. Not not some of them. Every single game this season, they have been the favorite. They have been. They have been picked overwhelmingly to win every single game. Yeah. Everything. The Us against the reason, world, dude. The only reason people are picking against them now is because the guy on the other sideline is the best ever. 
That's the only reason. Yeah. That is the only reason why anybody's picking against them. If it was any other quarterback, no one would be picking against the 49ers. Well, they're still the favorite. Like you said, too, they're still the favorites. It's just people, you can't, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. Like, like even that's if it was thing. the Ravens who had blasted them by 30, everyone would still be picking San Francisco. Guarantee yeah. it. It's only because Mahomes is on the other side. Of my, yeah, no, the whole us against the world thing, shut up. You are the favorites. <laughs> all the time you were the number one seed you've had two home games you squeaked by two teams including one who needed a lot of help and felt bass backwards into the playoffs to get there and you barely beat them you beat them because their kicker couldn't throw couldn't nail one field goal and because the right tackle got a concussion congrats yeah gage is spitting uh yeah no i agree I uh, I'm going with the Chiefs on this. You can't bet against Mahomes, and in in all actuality, too, like this very well might be like Travis Kelsey's last game. I know Jason Kelsey's most likely retiring. It's a possibility. Game, don't shake done. your head at me. He might be. You know, he's not done. I don't know if I'm him and I get a third Super Bowl and I can be in the Hall of Fame with my brother at the same time. I'm taking it. Um, again, I'm not saying it's likely going to happen. It's a possibility. Could be his last game. Uh, I trust, and I know Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. I trust Andy Reid more. He's been in it longer. Dude's a genius. I trust Andy Reid. And it all comes down to, like you said, Patrick Mahomes. Like he, this team's winning differently than years past. But like you said, that's what the greats do. He's arguably already the best to ever do it. In my opinion, he is the best to ever do it. Most talented quarterback I've seen. Uh, I go the Chiefs. I can't bet against them. I think it's going to be a close one too because that's how they've been winning lately. They're relying more on their defense than their offense because supporting cast isn't what it used to be. And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go the Chiefs are going to win this one. If I have to give a prediction, like a score part, I'm going to go 24 to 21. Well, I, I want the Chiefs to win too, Jimmy. And I, but the only, the only, well, the only reason I wouldn't pick the Chiefs is because you haven't had a back to back Super Bowl winner since 2003 2004 it's been a while since a team has has won back-to-back super bowls you haven't had a team win with mr irrelevant at quarterback either so we're bringing up stats like that well (laughs) well yes true but checkmate (laughs) i don't think it's checkmate because i'm still taking the chiefs because like how do you bet against patrick mahomes he he is the new tom brady in the sense that like betting against him is dumb he may not always win but Picking against him is pretty stupid at this point. Again, the only reason really – the only like reason I can think to pick against the Chiefs is that it's been 20 years since a team has won back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, okay, but here's the thing. Here's how I'll simplify it best. If you – so like betting on Patrick Mahomes – or betting against Patrick Mahomes is hard. Which one would make you feel more dumb? If you woke up the next day and you lost money betting on – Patrick Mahomes or betting on Brock Purdy? Which one would f- make you feel more dumb? Betting on Brock Honestly, Purdy. Just, just waking up, I feel. So <laughs> it doesn't there, matter. There you go. You bet on, like, you could, I mean, that's why, that's where we've gotten to. Like, you, even if everything points towards bet on Brock Purdy, your brain still tells you, I would rather lose money betting on Patrick Mahomes than, than lose money betting on the other guy. Because I would feel dumb if I bet against Patrick Mahomes. That's fair. And ultimately, I do think the Chiefs are – I quite honestly think they're the better team. Um, I think they – yeah, I think – I mean, look, San Francisco needed two come-from-behind wins against 
a team that you said backed their way into the playoffs and another team that, you know, I mean, yeah, the Lions are good, but they were both at home. The Chiefs went on the road two straight weeks against, you would argue, better teams than them overall. Yeah, if, the Ch- if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, they have, uh, they would have the record for the hardest road to the Super Bowl, like in terms of uh, EPA per play. Like they, they would blow out whoever the previous record holder was. Yeah, so I think overall, I think the Chiefs have been – they may not have the better overall roster, but I think they've been playing way better football than the 49ers have the last month. And I don't think that's – I don't even think that's questionable. So I'll take the Chiefs. I like them. I think they're, I think they're better. They're better at the most important position on the field, um, and that's not even close. So I'll take the Chiefs to win – I'll take them to win 20-14. to 14. So close game, like everybody wants, especially the NFL. Nobody, nobody likes blowouts anymore. So, all right, well, guys, that is our Super Bowl Pack a Day podcast. One of the few episodes throughout the year where there's no, there's very little Packers mentioned, but it's a Super Bowl. What else are we going to talk about? So, all right, well, let's wrap this thing up here, guys. Uh, Gage, real quick, if people want to follow your work, get in touch with you. How can they do that? As always, you can follow me on Twitter at gbridgeford nfl uh, doing. Uh, actually, last column of the year was with Rotoballer. Uh, yesterday uh, came out uh, Friday. Now that you're uh, listening to this, uh, still doing some work with BetSided and uh, Denver Stiffs, uh, but all links to all work over there. All right, awesome, Jimmy. People want to follow your work, get in touch with you. How can they do that? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Everything we posted there, pack a day stuff, pack a report, game on Wisconsin. That's probably take a break for now, but um, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. All right, awesome. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB if you feel the need to. Um, there's no work there, though, to follow. So, <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, keep it tuned here, though. We'll off-season, all off-season, we'll have daily content for you. Uh, I know Andy's got some things um, lined up for what the off-season is going to look like for Pack-A-Day podcast. But, hey, it's uh, – It's 365, so we're here every day for you. So for all of your Packers content, keep it locked right here. Thank Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Enjoy the game, and as always, Go Pack Go.